Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. You know that I love talking about commodities if you've listened to some of my podcasts before and iron ore in particular. I'm not going to talk about the iron ore price too much today. In fact, I'm probably not going to talk about it at all, but more about the two companies that we all know and hopefully um, some of you really like them. Maybe there are people out there that perhaps don't approve of um, some of the things that they've done. Well, they are mining companies after all, so... I guess it depends on your perspective on things, and but they are trying to clean up their act. There's a lot of things going on in the background if you you read a lot of the articles out there at the moment about the miners. So, um, but the World Steel Association are forecasting that the steel demand in China is more likely to to be unchanged into next year. So there's no growth potentially there going on from 2020. There was a rise. This year, and we've seen iron ore prices going up. Part of that was driven by the fact that um, bale was still coming back online. And so we've seen this uptick in the iron ore price, which has been positive and accreditive for the bottom lines of the big miners, BHP, Rio, and of course Fortescue. Fortescue's actually gone on in leaps and bounds and um, when it started to move up I think in one of my podcasts I talked about some gaps on these charts for the big miners and and how these the share prices are likely to come back and not to get too carried away with what's happening on these stocks at this point in time and and now this is starting to come to fruition because we're seeing the share prices of these stocks coming back quite away and it's interesting because they're actually coming back in line with the decline in the US market that's happening at the moment and and I'm not suggesting that that's actually a coordinated sell-off but there's a lot going on in the market at the moment and strange things we're seeing a lot more adherence in the price movement of um, some areas of the market with the US market. Now that's been known over, over years to happen from time to time. We've It's always been said that you know if the US market um, has a bit of a blip that our market follows in succession and we see some day-to-day activity moving in the same direction. But historically, our the times that when our market makes a low and when the US market makes a low can diverge, the way that the charts move and show the history of the US um, market, the Dow Jones, for example, and our All Ordinaries Index can be quite different. And that's not just because the Dow Jones is just the top 30 stocks in the market. This is whether we're looking at the S&P 500 or we're looking at the XAO, the the, um, Australian market as a whole. So it's across the board. 
And But if we're looking at what's happening on BHP and Rio at the moment, they are coming back to fill those gaps. Now, whether they'll fall straight down to fill those gaps or whether we'll see a bit of an uptick to fill gaps that have been formed as part of this recent decline, um, that remains to be seen. But if you're not in the stock, then you're not concerned about it. If you're holding the shares, then it's about having a strategy to decide, well, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to just... Um, let the stock fall? Am I, am I into this for the, the long term? Because if you're in this for the long term, you're more likely to be using a monthly chart to manage your risk on the downside. Still setting a stop loss is really important. It doesn't matter what time frame you're trading in. But it's also, if it's more short to medium term, then you'd be looking more weekly chart or even daily in some cases for the shorter term to manage your risk on the downside. Now, um, those stocks are appear to be well into a decline now and FMG I guess is going to be more volatile just because it's a more a pure iron ore play and so any movements in the price of the iron ore are going to have a dramatic effect any talk about supply changes or um, demand from China um, with Vale coming back online all of those things are going to have an impact on FMG much faster than the other miners. And it's interesting to see when, when I look at the chart of BHP and Rio that the rise following the COVID low, the strength of that rise and the big gaps that formed as it went up, that the d distance down that these stocks have fallen or, or likely to fall um, is different. So BHP and Rio, they look similar, but they're not exactly the same. So Rio, Rio appears to have a much stronger resistance level created over the past year than what BHP has created. And this may be something that we end up talking about on the show soon if we start reviewing what's happening with the commodity side of things again. But we've seen this dramatic fall. Now, Rio appears like it may decline fast further than what BHP will in percentage terms from that of that whole range up which is interesting. And we know that BHP tends to be the, more of the diversified miner and can often be considered a lower risk strategy um, or lower risk option when going into mining shares than, say, um, Rio or FMG, which may have more volatility. But generally, if BHP goes up, often you'll see Rio, Rio go up as well. So there's always an argument there. Do you just buy one or do you buy two? So that's something to think about. But Looking at BHP, um, you know, it's it gets more than 60%, I think, of its earnings from iron ore, which is huge. So then you've got other commodities that come into play with BHP, which we can talk about another time. So looking at um, BHP in terms of where we could see it slide, I'd say somewhere around $31, $32 is a realistic possibility for BHP in the short term as part of this decline. And Rio, uh, probably more like around $86 is realistic there. But there is resistance. Once these stocks make peg out these bottoms and eventually start to turn around and we can reassess them as to what the potential is, whether they've got a fall further or whether there's upside from there. And if there is upside and how far that's likely to go, because as part of this recent rise following COVID, we saw Rio... Um, trade not as closely to its all-time high that occurred um, many moons ago, but BHP trade traded closer to that level. So to me, that indicates a bit more strength there in the BHP share price. But it'll be interesting to see how this the coming months affect 
the way the stocks unfold. And I think once that happens, I'll come back and chat with you again about what's happening with iron ore and in particular and with BHP and Rio so we can get a better idea about what's likely to unfold in future. But if you're not holding the shares, it's a really good time to start thinking, well, I need to put some allocate some capital so that when they actually do set up opportunities that you've got it there to purchase stocks like good stocks like this. It's always a challenge for investors when they're looking to add stocks to their portfolio to determine how to add the, um, those stocks. And when you're talking about big companies on the Australian market, you're not going to skimp on adding these stocks to your portfolio and think, well, I'll just add a small amount like you might for a higher volatility stock. You've actually got to plan the portfolio out properly and make sure that if you're going to get a decent exposure. Now, I'm not saying to put a lot of money in to one particular share because that would be break important portfolio construction rules. You've got to have rules not only around trading these stocks and how you're going to buy and sell them and what sort of stop loss you're going to set, but also in terms of the capital allocation. But that's more a portfolio construction rule than a stock-specific rule per se. But I know that um, some investors do tend to have higgledy-piggledy portfolios and they're buying all different amounts depending on what capital they've got at the time. But if you can avoid that and have a more structure to your portfolio, you're going to do better over time. I really enjoyed talking about BHP and Rio and iron ore, and I'm going to be bringing more of this to you down the track. I hope you've enjoyed the discussion today. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Have a great week. Take care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.